0: Hey guys, it's Lynn right back here with you at Seriously. You can find me coming at you from anchor.fm, front slash seriously, or search me out under Seriously, Total Health and Wellness, and add me to your favorite podcast app, or even on Apple iTunes Podcasts. Um, happy Monday guys! So, I am just so excited um, and kind of sad at the same time. Um, And that's why in this edition of Let's Talk Ag, I'm going to tell you about the beginning of the end. Alright guys, so let's get into it with Let's Talk Ag. So, when I say it's the beginning of the end, what I mean by that is um, for any parent who has kids involved in 4-H or FFA, you know, showing, raising livestock, there comes a time when um, the, the showing or fair career comes to an end. Um, and yesterday marked the final time that I would go with my peewee to get her fair animal. And while she probably doesn't realize the um how big this is, you know, what a big deal this is. As a mom, I, I remember the very first time, the very day that I took her to pick out and get her first lamb. It was um it was so exciting and so fun and scary, all wrapped up into one. Um and to see the sheer joy on her face, it was it was pretty awesome. Um, I, and I gotta say this, she's never lost that. When she goes and she picks her animals, like that first day, she's very methodical about how she goes about picking her animals. Um, she's always been one to. <clears throat> Look at the animal, um, just kind of hang with the animals and and studying them. Even before she even knew what she was looking at, she would just kind of be, which I think is amazing. Um, but yesterday it was truly an honor and a privilege to watch her as she not only it wasn't just really going through the motions. It was here here is this kid who has really honed her craft. She has learned so much in this whole process of being involved in 4-H and being involved in FFA. And for her, it's not just a paycheck. Uh, For a lot of kids involved in showing livestock at the fair level, it's, it's all about a paycheck, or a, a belt buckle, or a banner um, you know that's, that's not what it's about, and I've always raised my kids that you want to do your absolute best, but you want to have a good time doing it, and belt buckles tarnish, banners get put away, ribbons get put into a box, and they get forgotten, But those experiences that you have, good, bad, or otherwise will stick with you and shape you. Now I know there's going to be a few of you out there um, who are going to go, oh my God, you're raising animals to be killed. Um, We don't say that in our family. We look at the fact that these animals all have a purpose. And while I acknowledge there are people out there who do not um, they do not eat meat, they live a vegan lifestyle, which is totally fine, I still want you to understand that without agriculture, without animal agriculture, we still would not be where we are today. Agriculture is literally the one entity we have in our world that literally has no waste. Everything is used. And so that is why in my household, we don't say killed. We don't say slaughter because slaughter says, sounds so, that's not even the correct term. And, and anyone, if you want to use that word, that's fine. I'm not here to tell you not what not to say, but I'm here to tell you the truth that it's harvested. And I want you to think of a field of wheat that is harvested. It is The field has gone through and every last bit is utilized that field is harvested that product is harvested well in animal agriculture the same rule applies every piece of that animal whether it's for medical purposes whether it's for food whether it's for your you know for electricity whether it's for your home whether it's for hair color whether it's for those fabulous shoes you're wearing, that coat you're wearing um, everything that you touch is involved in agriculture in animal agriculture, everything has a base um, and that's fine if you disagree I, I I, want you to search out the answers, but what I want to tell you is, is that in my household we know the value but we also make sure that the animals that are in our care for however amount of time, they receive the pinnacle of care. Um, it's not as if they're just tossed out into, you know, into a shitty pen. Um, sometimes these animals are better taken care of than most kids. But in agriculture, that's how it goes. In our house, the animals eat first. In our house, if you can't drink out of the water bucket, neither can the animal. In our house, the animals are always made sure that they're warm, whether it's wearing blankets, whether it's changing their bedding every other day. Um, Their bedding probably gets changed more than most people's sheets. Um, But for that, my kids are learning life lessons. And that's why when I say we need to support our local ag kid, and when I say ag kid it's anybody in 4-H or FFA, it's because we are helping those kids who are in agriculture who have a desire to learn more about agriculture They're learning skills, and they just may go into a career of agriculture and they'll be growing our food. They'll be growing the products that make our lives better. If we don't cultivate those people then we won't have those products. Think of it in those terms, or terms. Listen again. If we do not cultivate those people, those kids, those agriculturalists at a young age and inspire them Who will be growing our food in future years to come? Something to think about. Something to think about. I also want you to understand that by no one can tell you how you should live your life. No one can tell you what is wrong, what is right. Because if it's right for you, then that's what matters most. I never ever ever tell an animal rights activist that they're fucking stupid. No. Because that's their truth that's what they believe. I will however have a conversation with them to explain this is maybe some information that you haven't received. This is some information that you may want to consider. That's how our conversation should go. So remember, if you come across a group of kids who are selling tickets to a pancake breakfast, or they're fundraising for their 4-H club, or they're doing a drive through barbe- barbecue for their FFA group, consider supporting them. There are futures in their hands. And why wouldn't we want to make sure that there's people out there who are armed and ready to take up the growing and harvesting of our basic needs. These kids learn so much by being involved in these programs. Shit, my kids were writing business plans for 1% ag loans when they were 9 and 10 years old so they could purchase their first set of lambs. I know at least a handful of adults who haven't even written a business plan pr- excuse me business plan these kids are learning real life shit in these programs for the most part they don't even realize it they just think it's part of the whole thing they're learning money management they're writing business plans they're learning how to care for something else besides themselves they're learning how not to be selfish they're learning about life. It's pretty amazing, don't you think? All right, guys, that's it for Let's Talk Ag Now. Now remember, support our local ag kids. Support your local 4-H and FFA programs. Don't condemn them for doing something that they want to do, whether you agree with it or not. Celebrate them for doing something that is ultimately helping the rest of us be happy and thrive. Celebrate their difference from you. Alright guys, I'm out. I'll talk to you back here again tomorrow. Have a fabulous day. And remember, never ever ever talk ill of a farmer with your mouth full. I'm Lynn, this is Seriously and we'll talk to you again. Bye bye.